You know, a month ago, everyone here in America got a little extra gift from Uncle Sam. They got a little stimulus. Well, we hope you did. I'm sure, I guess, maybe some people out there didn't. But anyways, you got some of that extra dough in your pocket. Uh, Probably should pay some bills with it. But if not, you should go to bluecoolers.com. Go check out bluecoolers.com. Check their website out. See the stuff they have. I promise you, you invest wisely into a good cooler. You will have that cooler for a long time. Summertime's coming. And here in Nevada, it already feels like it's summertime. Poolside, camping, having a good time. Need a good cooler. Bluecoolers.com. Pick up some tumblers. Pick up a cooler. Go check them out. You will not regret it. It will be money well spent. So go see bluecoolers.com. And we appreciate them for supporting this podcast and their generosity. So thank you, Blue Coolers. And go check them out, bluecoolers.com. All right, we are here in the studio. Grateful to be back. Uh, We are grateful for Rooftop Realty giving us this awesome studio, giving us a place to record. So in this episode, uh, we have brought in Chad and Jalinda Smith back into the studio. And uh, we wanted them back. We wanted to talk about their weight loss. Last episode was mainly about the band and the music and the stories. But we want to hear the story of the weight loss. Now, we broke this episode up into two different parts. It was a lot of information, a lot of good stories, a lot of stuff to check out. We are throwing on a bunch of links into the bio. So if you have any questions on any of the stuff that they talked about, please go check them out. But this is a great episode. Uh, anybody out there maybe have struggled with their weight. Uh, weight loss is sometimes a struggle for everyone. It's a struggle for me. These guys give an alternative uh, idea to weight loss and what has really worked for them. Uh, they have lost between both of them over 300 pounds so they have had dramatic weight loss they are healthy they are strong and we are grateful that they're back in the studio with us and talking about their amazing story so this is part one of chad and jalinda's weight loss and we will uh and then part two will be out here in a few days so enjoy part one sometimes you're flush and sometimes you're bust and when you're up it's never as good as it seems, and when you're down, you never think you're going to be up again. But life goes on. Remember that. Money isn't real, George. It doesn't matter. It only seems like it does. We got shock callers for swear words. 36 we're cuss in, words and count. We're in trouble. Or one of those other zappers. <laughs> Easy now. All right, well, welcome to another episode of Staying in Trouble. We're back in the studio again. I feel like we were just here, Eric. I know. This is great. I, I think it's awesome. Because we're back like full time. for more. So in the studio, sweet we have Chad and Jalinda Smith Hello. back again. Hello. 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 And we heard in the last live episode some yes, fantastic stories of the early days of Hemlock, life on the road. Writing songs, early days of Chad and Adam in the desert. Tattoo competitions. Yeah. No one Swamp wants to socks. go over those stories again. But anyways, we had a Survival. we we had a actually. <laughs> I got I, a bunch of people were texting me like, 
hey, what was the brandest of Swamp Socks? What kind of shoes was yeah. Swamp Socks uh, oh, housed geez. in? You know, stuff like that. People want to. I added a little flavor. <laughs> my own. Anyways, that's natural that's, flavor. That's nasty. No one wants to hear those. Maybe another story will pop up. We but got we got lots of good stories. We we did, but today. We want to get into anybody who has known Chad and Jalinda. They had a miraculous but hard work weight loss. Oh. And we're going to hear their story. Oh, yeah. Oh, Thanks. we did. Thanks. We did. That was so nice of you to say. Popped but, it in the microwave it, it and the weight loss fell off. And uh, we were super interested in that. I think that, like we said, we saved it for this episode. We didn't get into it in our live thing, but... Uh, your journey in your weight loss and in your continual health today and the biggest changes you made because everyone knows anyone who went on a even a week-long family trip knows when you're on the road there's not very many healthy food places and if there are you really got to look you got to start getting creative with it for sure i thought you just carried corn with you at all times you're like hey this saves us a lot of money um, we do carry and that's not the band we we travel with oatmeal (laughs) and and we often carry a potato in our backpack yeah for just real, a, a, potato. a baked potato. Just, yeah. I usually keep one or two in my purse. So, so if you get hungry oh, anywhere, you're there just, we go. First yeah. off, this, this disclaimer is that uh, we don't like to preach to people about what they have to do because Adam does. I like when people, oh, everything works different for everybody. You for know, sure. some people do lean, some people do diet, some people do Miami Beach, some people do gym, you know, all that. We don't like to preach, but people do ask because they notice the big difference. And if they ask, huge. In you? I usually kind of make you, a joke. Chad, they notice something in you? They notice a big difference of <laughs> 2012, Chad, to 2020, Chad. It's about 150 pounds different, 153, depending on how much food I've had that day, you know. But mm-hmm. but no, we don't like to preach, but if people ask and they're serious, then we do tell them, and there's been quite a few people that have changed and lost and bettered themselves because of what we did. But then if somebody's just you know, casually asking, I usually joke and say that I got a tapeworm in Germany because that's the <laughs> easiest way to sum it all up, you know, but that's not really that's what, not happened. what happened. Well, table that story because I did get a tapeworm in South Africa. <gasps> really? I lost really? a lot of weight from it, but that's a whole story. I knew that would be effective. But <laughs> this, this, it does work and, and and I'll get to that story, but but we just want to hear the your guys' entire story and we love the disclaimer. You're, you're not being preachy, but People want to hear the story because they can find that inspiration. And then on their own path of discovery of learning their own bodies and what works mm-hmm. for them, yeah. they may be able to adopt a couple of the practices that you guys have done that can help them out, you know, because it's amazing to me. I love hearing stories from real people who have real weight loss. There's a lot of people That's, out there on yeah. the internet that Photoshop yeah, or fake or, or, what? or never were or they're a 25 year old Instagram selfie. What? Yeah. There's this thing called filters. Oh, but and sometimes it tricks you. It does. It absolutely does. And I thought that was for other band members. <laughs> well, and to me, Hearing stories from them that don't have a real like life, a busy schedule and stuff that they could spend 20 hours in the gym and yeah. they can eat what, and they don't have kids and responsibility, their credibility goes out the window for me. Yeah. But hearing someone that leaves that lives a pretty heavy schedule, mm-hmm. being on the road, hitting your venues, playing yeah. late at night, doing all of that hard work, slipping uh, flyers in your shoes. Flyers yeah. everywhere. Get, get flyers yeah, yeah, out yeah. there. That's a lot of work on top of your personal healthy, health. Yeah. Right. And, and then also what your change of diet and your story 
did to your mental thoughts mm. and your mental uh, thing, you know, your I capacity or I whatever. Love so, we would love to share the story. And if people like it and better themselves, awesome. And if not, as long as you're happy, that's all we want is for everybody to be happy and smiley. So awesome. here's what worked for us. So so start at the beginning. 2012, it, you're, it you're fat, in, right? It started, no, in the, it's so, it started in the autumn. It's so easy to put it on than it is to get it off. That's the you other You gain disclaimer. five pounds. No one notices when you gain five pounds. You don't notice on yourself. And then you gain another five. Another, another five, five. Another, another five. 50. All of a sudden, you're actually, 50 pounds Actually, you start. Right. Chad, how tall are you? Six one. So... And so the three of us are all about the same height. Yeah. And so Jalinda, like for women. Solid 5'5", five five, above average height for a woman. <laughs> as noted. As Solid. noted. Without like heels. It. Without the heels. Without heels. Um, you know, the three, the three of us are about the same height. And you're 100% right. The three of us can pack on 10 pounds, mm-hmm. eat a couple extra turkeys. Booyah. No one notices. And everyone's like hunky-dory yeah the only person who notices is right here you're like ooh, these are a little bit tighter than i like or uh you know i'm a little bit slower on the court or you know what when i'm trying to move people out of the out of the you know out of the paint and basketball usually a little bit harder or a little bit easier if you're lighter it's a lot of bit harder right. if you're heavier you get a little bit more girth and you just well, just right. bust them out the way and so it is an interesting. So 2012. So I thought about it earlier that I found the, the fountain of youth and there's two things. One of them is laughter and the other one is healthy food. The fountain of youth. There it is right there because I feel younger and better than ever. I am the ripe young age of 42 and I feel like I'm 25. I'm in better shape than I was when I was in junior high and high school. Jalinda's at her same high school weight or within five pounds of yeah, it, which is... Almost. Amazing because so many people have their high school pants. And, oh, I used to fit in that or dress or whatever, you know, and it's not anymore. So yeah. we'll go all the way back to 2001. Mm-hmm. I'd started getting a little bit chubby just because as you get older and you Still don't. Still super cute. Thank you for that disclaimer also. <laughs> and you can feel once you're, like a spouse. When you're in high school like and you're spouse. forced to go to PE and your metabolism still works, you can eat Twix and Cheetos for lunch and you're like, all right, let's go. And you're just a yeah. goof and you eat donuts for dinner little, and whatever. A little snacky, whatchamacallit. Right. I don't like the king size, but maybe the regular size, they're 230 calories. Or all the trips to Taco Bell to see Faye. Yeah, exactly. Faye. Remember Faye, Faye the giving legend, us the tacos. A legend. So... 2001, I remember we were out in Malibu recording our album Pigeonholed, and all of us as a band, we were like, you know, we we perform. It's very, very high energy, really workout. It's full cardio on stage, and you know, just being overweight, you get winded easier, you run out of breath, you're not as exciting live or whatever, and we all voted as a band that, sure, it would help. Let's do this thing that is called the Atkins diet. Let's try it. Let's try it, you know, because we had tried other diets. We had tried other things, but of course, it's easy to pack it and put it on. So we tried Atkins, all of us together, and we got all these real nice lean steaks and all this asparagus and whatever, and that's all we ate because we used to eat all the jack-in-the-box, whatever, you know, ultimate Mm -hmm. cheeseburgers, whatever, anything and everything. So first three, four days, you're like, all right, cool, steaks and uh, asparagus, broccoli, yeah, bacon, you know, and you're just going to town on it. And by day three or day four, we're in the studio in Malibu, 
And I started getting the shakes and like bad to where I was like, oh man, I just, a piece of bread, even just the crust off of a pizza, come on, because you're not eating any of that. And we were getting the shakes and I started getting really low blood sugar and it just was nuts to where finally after, I think maybe we went five or six days and we did lose some weight, you know, but the shakes and just the cravings and you felt like hungry all the time and just crazy. So we wound up all caving in and, you know, yeah. So we didn't last. Atkins was one of those right. things where decent little, at least a little Domino's, you know, DoorDash. Yeah. And then yeah, uh, also good. shortly before that, everybody was doing the fin fin thing, and and then as soon as oh, you aren't on it anymore, you pack it all back on and then some. So after Atkins didn't work, then we're you know you go on tour and you lose a little bit, you gain a little bit, your back starts to ache a little bit, and then you lose a little bit, and you go back and forth. And each year that passed, because on the road. The easiest and cheapest to feed the entire band is fast food. So we'd go to Burger King. We'd go to Carl's Jr. We'd go to McDonald's. Monopoly was out one time at oh. McDonald's. And we thought we had a good shot at it because we you traveled. Go we go to so many different ones. We knew we'd win. So, But now we know it's a scam. Right. You saw that show. Right. I just read about that. But yeah, there was a tour. But at tour. the time, we're like, we're, we can do this because if yeah. we all supersize our meals, we get so many more chances. We got this. Oh. So we would eat McDonald's two or three times yeah. a day in like 2003, 2004. Yeah, just because we thought we, we thought it was funny it. and we didn't care, you know. And then there was another phase where me and Joe like, Let's get a deep fryer. You know, when you go to the gas station, <laughs> you go to the gas station, you get those burritos and they're so good. We're so like, then, you know, you already have your oil hot. So you're like, well, let's see what else you can deep fry. And you're kind of, oh, and we were, eggs. we were happy and we were chubby and, it's and it delicious. was good. And you it's delicious. You cannot deep fry eggs. They just turn into a sponge. Yeah. And marshmallows eggs? just sit on top. Yeah. We but, tried deep frying everything. But I bet everything. they're d- a delicious sponge. You deep fry no. a dirty diaper, I'll take a bite. Yeah, I might. <laughs> you deep fry anything, and that is delicious. So we tried all kinds of stuff, and at the point, you know, you start to get a little bit nauseous, but it's funny because we were chubby, but we were in love, and we were happy, and as long as we're happy, but you get to a point to where you're maybe not so happy as you used to be because you start feeling it. You drop something, maybe you don't feel like bending down to pick it up. You uh, <laughs> And you hear about your like, friends. Like, my shoe's untied? I don't need to tie that Yeah, right you run now. out of breath tying your shoe. <laughs> I don't need that dollar. Or yeah. or if you something you have to kneel down in the kitchen to wipe something off the floor, like, oh, 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 oh. And then you have to, like, hold the counter to stand back up, and your belly's hanging over, and you're like, man, I'm man, falling apart. Where's Wally when you need him, right? You're like, hey, if I could just get a little mm-hmm. scooter to scoot her around. Right. So we were actually in Europe, 2012. The I was fall of 2012. I don't know what my heaviest was because I weighed in my heaviest at 320 pounds. 320, I think was what I our remember scale went reading up to. at 320, and it's pretty depressing when you go over that and you start seeing it go up even more. So I you think were a little got, heavier than that. Though. I think I got up to like 330 pounds at my heaviest. So not a healthy 330 pounds. And I don't know if you want to. Oh, admit, I don't care. Don't I was care. Up, I was up to two hundred and twenty, and I'm five foot five. So, so we was, were both very chubby. We were both cuddle, cuddleable and lovable, you mm-hmm. know. But we were in Europe on tour, and I realized, man, I'm just tired all the time. I feel groggy, whatever. And we were on a bus that we were sharing a double decker bus with two other bands. Everybody was downstairs, and most of the other half of the bands were smoking cigarettes. And me and Jill don't smoke, so we were upstairs laying in our bunk bed because. It's two-story bus. Downstairs is like a lounge area, a driver. And upstairs, there's like 24 bunk beds. It's really, really cool over in Europe when you share the bus. So we were upstairs laying in my bunk bed, and we were watching a movie on our laptop called, or a documentary. It's on Netflix called Forks Over Knives. 
And a friend had recommended it to me, and so I had saved it to the laptop ahead of time. So it was like, all right, when we get a chance, we'll watch this. So we watched, we watched Forks it, Over Knives. And it was kind of an eye-opener to where we were like, this actually seems like this could work. And Jill was like, what do you think? Like I said, they just explain it made sense. everything, and, and we're like, well, we just It made sense, and the whole basic of all of it, which I recommend everybody should watch it, whether you want to do it or not, you should still watch it, because for us it worked, and it makes sense, and it's basically healthy, whole food instead food, of garbage junk food you know it's as basic and as easy as that so jill's it's like not, it's not easy though it's not easy it well, takes adjusting but it's yeah. very easy well so the reason i say that though is if you're if, if you're in a family and you've got kids and if you have the economic means for whole foods like you talked about it earlier right you could go feed you could feed Adam's family. No one can afford to feed which Adam's is a, family. I can't even which is, <laughs> Right? It's literally a short bus of, of, of mouths, right? Dude, we could roll up to Taco Bell for like 12, 15 we'll, we'll bucks. Get, we'll get to that part in a versus second. Versus Whole Foods, you know what? It, to, to find the real Whole Foods that are real quality. Right. You know, uh, so my son, a little background. So my son is, is gluten-free. My biggest child is gluten-free. That's hard. And where that started from was, dude, I would stand at the, at the end of his bed, and at night he was sleeping and be, <gasps> like, dude, I'm, like, worried about him, yeah. right? Take him to the doctors, and they go, you know what? Here's, like, the name brand. Uh, first of all, you know what? He's an A student. You know what? Here's a round of steroids for you. Yeah. Right? My mom was mm. dying at the time. And so not only were the doctors like, you know what, here's a bunch of steroids because we think he's allergic to something. But on top of that, I mean, we were eating fast food every night. Yeah. Right. Chunked up. You talked about easy it's to, easy it's to put on. It's convenient. It's easy. And so easy. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, and then my, my wife's uh, uh, sister started doing this gluten-free stuff. She got healthier. She got divorced. She started losing weight, started looking cuter. And then her, she'd start doing it for her kids. And I was like, you know what? Like, we'd go to the doctors. Like, we even went to, like, the number one allergy, like, pediatric allergist here in town. And he's like, here's a month sub subscription of, like, all these, you know, it's allergy medicines. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I am just not down for that. That's yeah. not – all those are is more Band-Aids, steroids suck. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, this is not it. And so – They have their, their place, but not for just, like, well, I'm not sure, so just take some pills. Yeah, and they're like, See and we'll happens. try it out. So I ordered the I ordered the test online. Hmm? It's a poop test, by the way. So okay. And uh, – Whoa, wait a minute. So tell us about – You pooped in something? I didn't. Aiden did, yeah. Did you? Really? Did yeah. you catch his poop Ooh. for him? Uh, we put it in a little baggie, you know. Had to make sure. It How was... old was he when he had to take this test? Oh man, he was about ten, ten yeah. or eleven. Okay. See, I'm being the immature you're a one. Good, you're a good so dad I'm, to I'm do this. I'm just picturing yeah. you catching your kid's poo. Yeah, and wrapping and so, it up nicely. Yeah, you have to freeze it too. <laughs> oh, cool. You got to freeze it overnight and then send it off to a the poopsicle. Yeah. You don't want poopsicle. No one wants to test warm poo. Hey, honey, go gra go grab the ground beef out of the freezer. <laughs> it's next to the poo. <laughs> That's right. And uh, I, I totally recommend this. Like. Because I was frustrated with the doctors. Like, yeah, of course. I had searched out these people, and they're like, mm, nah, me, 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 me. I'm like, uh, dude, you're just milking me for cash at this yeah, point, right? right? And uh, That's all it is. Unfortunately, the test came back. Not only was he gluten intolerant, 
but he's also oat intolerant. Those are often uh, together because they're processed together because oats don't actually have gluten in them. Because they told me I was allergic to oats because I was having some allergic reactions. And they're like, you're allergic to oats, strawberries, and soy. And I'm like, I literally eat oats, strawberry, and soy every day. And they're like, oh, yeah. you're allergic. I'm like, I don't think that's it. I eat oats every day. We'd have to try. Maybe it's a type of oats we'll, we'll talk about afterwards. They get processed in the same facilities, so yeah. you can buy gluten-free oats because the actual oat doesn't have gluten. So we always like to come up with sayings, too, that are easy yeah. to remember, that are funny, that kind of stick in people's head. And one that I just thought of that uh, there's not a magic pill, but the closest thing to a magic pill for health is a potato. Which yeah. most people would not believe, but oh, I love potatoes. But yeah. it's true because you think that oh, it's high in starches, it's high in carbs, it's not going to be healthy but for you. All the starches and carbs that. So you I like my needs. I like my baked potato. Mm-hmm. Yeah, literally, uh, I worked at Wendy's as a kid, as a teenager, like most people should. Yeah, you should all work fast food so you can appreciate what yeah. you eat. Yeah, and or uh, also be scared enough not to eat it, depending, depending on where, on where you're you at. Work, yeah, right? yeah. So Wendy's legitimately like bakes potatoes. Yeah, they're and good. That's yeah. one place you can go to get healthy Boom, food. Boom, pop that. I make it look just like the photo. I'm like, this is how you do it. And I, I like potatoes just with salt. Yeah. yeah. I'm a, I'm a, so like you, if you have a potato, like, uh, let's toss it in the microwave, put salt on it. I'm good. We had potatoes today. Yeah. Threw and people don't believe us a lot of the time because they think that that's the problem. But the problem is all the other stuff that you're putting in. So, so we a whole food plant-based. So we try to eat things as unprocessed as possible. We still buy almond milk or soy milk. Um, and when we were in was, Europe, the other thing that was kind of an eye-opener was that they offer healthier food over there a lot to the bands. You'll go in the back and they're like, are there any vegetarian in the bands? Is there any meat eater carnivores? Is there any vegans? And they're like, here, try this falafel. And we're like, I don't even know what falafel is, but let's try it. It's baked beans, and it's what they put in a lot of like the Mediterranean Mediterranean foods. Okay. Oh, it's so, yeah, those are It's delicious. so good, and we're like, oh, this is good. What is this? And, and we like, realize right. there's healthy food that can be prepared good, but it's not all gunked up with sour cream and cheese and bacon bits and all that stuff that you think is delicious when it boils back well, to— Well, it, it can be, but we— yeah. It we, took us a while to transition. We transition, started out eating— yeah. Um, some of the fake meats, like the Boca Burgers, or nowadays they have the Impossible or the Beyond Beefs. And those are those are good, and they're good transition foods, or if you need that, something. But um, So we use those, like the fake chickens and stuff at first, but we kind of transitioned away from that as we wanted to see more results. Well, and so do you think it's ironic right now, so, you know, that you guys have transitioned to a more plant-based diet that the nation is experiencing right now uh you know they had contamination in meat yeah. and now right. you know i think a lot of people are looking at different alternatives as well because yeah. i mean you roll up to any we fast all food may right be now. plant-based here so in right? yeah you're gonna the, love it the, there, i mean there's so many things and we've been into it now since 2012 and we started in stages because of course i ate enough cheese in the first 30 whatever five 35 years of my life for probably 200 years of life i ate cheese on everything now we haven't had cheese in three years which sounds crazy to a lot of people but it, it triggers your brain with the dopamines to where you think it's good but when you really really think about it and you hold a piece of pizza and the grease runs off or you dab a napkin on it or whatever it's so greasy and so Chad's crazy. referring to johnny max for mm. those whoa listening. dude i had lots of johnny max dude. back in the day so and Man, people the ask is me good there but you, oh, you blot man. off that grease but there's always more grease and instead you're 
putting that in your body. You, you think know? about your veins and your arteries and everything. And I, and the other thing is we didn't do. And when you see it slide out the back. We, oh, didn't, oh, we didn't do our food. We didn't do our food change for weight loss, actually. I was nervous that I was maybe like two weeks away from diabetes because I was really, really big. And I was also really concerned about blood Number clots. Number two killer in the United States yeah, is blood, diabetes. Blood clots, I was, clots, I was worried about blood clots, cancer, all of it. Disease. So we started eating clean. The weight started dropping off. Well, and, for Chad, oh, it dropped really fast. But for me, like at first we just cut out meat and we still ate um, quite a bit of dairy, but we also quit drinking cow's milk. Like when we had cereal, we'd have almond milk. Um, and I've had, out, I've had asthma. Cheese, sour cream, all that stuff. I've had asthma my whole life. Since I was 16 years old, I had asthma. There's uh, special particles in the in the rocks in Boulder City is what yeah. she's referring to. But I, I was on I was on twice a day steroid inhalers and I use my Those rescue discs inhaler. So it's like <laughs> yeah, like and the, then wake right up in the middle of the night and have to dig through the drawer to get your rescue yeah, inhaler. Yeah, I, I use my rescue inhaler ten times a day easily. I had wow. one in my glove box in my purse in my pocket. And like you were saying, where you're laying steroid. in bed and you're like, <gasps> it's a steroid. But I, you know, and I I was just constantly like always. Always out of breath, always tight chest. Even had the test thing to breathe into to test how the thing is and the level of your lung capacity. And, and it, it just just barely a little push, you know, and I could blow that thing all the way to the top. So, so her lungs and her asthma were really, really bad. They were really bad. And so just cutting out cow's milk, um, like in cereal and in baking and stuff, like within a month or two, I was after we switched, after we decided to go vegetarian, I found one of my inhalers in a drawer. Like I was cleaning out something and I found an inhaler and I, I laughed because I was like, I forgot I had asthma. I haven't used this in, I don't know, a week, two weeks, a month. I don't know. I, I forgot. Yeah, I, I believe you. Know? So I, and we I were like, you and we were like, no way. We're like, is this really associated? So we started digging in and Jill's really good at researching stuff. And of course they don't advertise it, but there's so many studies and so many things that are proven that dairy products make lung problems and have asthma connected to it and her asthma went away, went away. So 100 percent from now. cutting out dairy no steroid inhalers no doctor visits yep. no even my seasonal allergies are so minimal now i used to have seasonal allergies all four seasons and now it's like if wow, i were to, if i were to pet that was if one i were of to the, pet a you cat you married a project right? that was, was one of the <laughs> that was one of the <laughs> if i were to pet a cat or a dog right now and rub my eye my eyes would be itchy i'm still allergic to them but I'm not allergic to everything and I can just get over it. That was one of the biggest wake-ups at first was like, oh, we're actually fixing ourselves from the inside we're out. Healing. We're actually healing just by changing what we eat. Her asthma went away and we we're like, this is huge, you know, so mm -hmm. it motivated us to keep going. So then we made it another step to where like, all right, let's cut back on this or let's cut this out or whatever, you know, and we started, we started going vegetarian first, which the main thing is we still would eat eggs and we still would eat cheese. But then we started taking it another step further and we cut back and cut back. And as you start to also dive into the wonderful world of Pinterest recipes Some wonderful and you recipes. start making breaded cauliflower and you season it with buffalo sauce and it tastes like chicken fingers. You're like, man, this is great because I loved chicken fingers, but I also didn't like being 330 pounds. Once again, an, an ode <clears throat> to Johnny Max. I love Johnny Max, but not anymore. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I that's, that's another quote I like to say is they're like, oh, do you, you like pizza I was like I love pizza but it didn't love me anymore yeah. you know I loved bacon cheeseburgers but they didn't love me anymore I was almost diabetic I think because I was and you know people when they have to get the sleep apnea machines and oh. stuff because they're overweight and mm -hmm. they're choking on their tongue yep. and their throat swelling shut and their lungs and it's a bummer I feel bad because 
they could fix it if they just ate healthy. So let's talk about, so you guys have been on this journey. Let's talk about the rest of your family or, or the band members. Where were they at? Like what, like what influence and what was the ripple effects of if you guys taking that stance because that's a hard stance nobody to be does in. it until they're ready for themselves yeah. and we don't ever want to force it on anybody but at the time our old guitar player jesse actually decided to go vegetarian and he didn't he wasn't overweight but then looking at it he actually lost like 30 or 40 pounds yeah. and got really really fit and really we healthy. always thought just he was for, skinny before but then just we're like oh i guess better. he did have it to lose and you you look back at photos and you're like i can't believe i really was that out of shape and that big so losing the weight, another big wake-up call. We were remodeling our bathroom upstairs at our house in Iowa, and I was carrying a bag of cement upstairs. And I was like, this bag is heavy. This is 80 pounds. That's what I lost at that point. And I'm like, no wonder my knees were always shot. I was carrying yeah. around a bag of cement on my shoulder all day and all night. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, I, you know, it was just crazy. And I was like, all right, let's keep going. So then when we got down to where I was down to 100, and I was like, this is huge. You know, I never, ever thought. I kind of made a joke with Jill. I was like, I want to get to 222 pounds. This is when I was 320. I don't, you know. And uh, she's all, why? I said, well, it's just easy to remember, 222. And I was getting closer and closer, and we were eating good. And, you know, and after you lose the weight, you're more active. You're feeling younger and better. And uh, I weighed in, and I weighed 217. I was like, I passed it. I never thought that the, I just kind of was joking. I didn't really realize that I was going to make it and I surpassed it. So then I got down to that 201 mark and I was like, I'm so close, so close. So then I got down to that 199 and I was like, I haven't been this skinny since probably seventh grade back when we used to throw water balloons at the cat yeah. bus, you know? And, uh, what? Well, so I'm sorry to interrupt, but no, that's all right. the time frame catch us up on the time frame. So 2012, uh, you, the, the very you, end you saw the movie, you, you, you were inspired. Yep. You wanted to make changes from 2012 to below 200 pounds. We what took are we a looking long, at? We took a long path. You can do it way faster than what we did, but we did it gradual because not everybody wants to say, well, I'm going to cut out my favorite food. I'm not going to cut out pizza. I'm not going to cut out this, but we did it in stages and in steps, which was easier for us and it worked for us. I think that you lost weight a lot faster than I did. So I think yours was probably within... Three and a half or four years. But I think somebody could do it in a year or yeah, two if, if someone, they really, really yeah. just said, well, you know what? What about your change? cousins that have you had any cousins that have tried to go like vegan or vegetarian and saw like no results? Like what inspiration do you have well, for them? Like Brian, the drummer, his brother, he also went vegetarian. Oh, you're talking. Are you talking? No, I did. Did you? Yeah. I was, I was going to roll that into the oh. story. <laughs> we just jumped right into it. No, I, I'll tell you. So I thought you were following Chad's lead. <laughs> Last December, I decided to go plant-based for 30 days. Okay. 30 days is not, I mean, I, I, I also put a proclaimer out there. 30 days is not like, oh, I got science here, you know, like yeah. real information. But I, I really wanted to try it to say that, mm -hmm. that yeah. I did it. And I the, the biggest challenge of it was what we already talked about. Hey, was, just remember, was you're only accountable to yourself. We are not here to judge you. We're yeah, we're not going to get offended. Oh, no, yeah, we're not offended. I I didn't notice anything physically different, but it was only 30 days. But the challenge, or the, what I did notice was the challenge of finding foods and preparing foods. That would yeah, be hard. it takes and, more preparation. And, and, and living in a household that everyone else was eating. Yeah. Meat. Yes. So there was a lot of times my wife and I would go out with friends and stuff, and there was one restaurant we went to, 
and everyone was ordering and I and I wanted to stay true to it. 30 yeah. days. Right. And I was within the 30 days, so I'm looking on there and they had some salads that I can have a salad. But I want, you know, sometimes you want yeah. a, we some, actually a lot ever more. eat salads. So I, I'm, 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 I'm looking on there like and they had, they had a uh, one item on the menu that was vegetarian mm-hmm. with no meat on it. And I thought, how hard is this to try to have a social life, to try to oh, go yeah. out? And then amongst guys in the gym, I, I go to the gym all the time. Guys in the gym, when they, when you hear they go, you go plant-based. Oh, dude, I got, I said this on a po- an earlier podcast. Yeah. And that for the next few days, everyone's like, dude, I knew you were gay. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, and, and, and I got a lot of criticism for, for going plant-based because yeah. it has a stigma to it. Oh, yeah. And, and it's, There's people, it's an unfair stigma, you know, a lot of to that natural way There's people, you can't see this because we're, well, on that you can, but we're like, yeah, we went vegetarian. They're like, oh, oh, and they think and you're I'm diseased. Like, I'm like, what? Because we eat broccoli? Yeah, I'm like, how, I'm like are well, you that grossed out that I eat more vegetables than you? I'm like, well, that's crazy. I think, so I think Adam that, did, he, he was doing it, though, to correct his ED. So did that actually, did it help it it's out? It's supposed or? to help it. It helps. Have you seen? No, Are so you serious a, right now? There's another show called Game Changers that just came out. Have you guys seen out. Game Changers? Yeah, I did. Oh, and yeah. it helps. No. So There's tests. It's a game changer. So you guys posted some pictures yeah. in like late November. I don't yes. know if you remember, but mm-hmm. you did about your weight loss and stuff. And the thing that I, that I really wanted to do this particular show was the way that you guys, some people go plant-based and they turn into like like preachy about it yeah this way's the only way all you guys are going to be fat and ugly and i'm going to be beautiful and yeah you got to go plan right. you guys were never that way this is what you guys have chose yeah and, and, yeah. Then, and then literally you can see the results yeah so i was inspired by that and i thought you know what i'm going to give it a shot i really want to honestly give it a shot after the 30 days i i broke it but i realized okay well the first 30 days probably wasn't long enough to really feel like a physical effect yeah. to it like mm-hmm. you were saying it but, took a while, but then it started just melting off. Every day I got on the yeah. scale, two pounds down. I'm like, man, this is all. And this is without exercise. This is without exercise. I didn't do sit-ups. I didn't do push-ups. I didn't go jogging. It just was from eating good. So if you added exercise, it would go faster. I think you could lose the weight in a year or two, 100 pounds or more, if you got that much to lose, if well, you really were like. And there's, there's ways to fine-tune it. Like So if you were going out to eat, like everything you eat in a restaurant, um, has oil in it. Mm-hmm. Everything does. And a lot of salt. Um, delicious. So even if you, yeah, it's delicious, but even, even most vegan restaurants, calories. things are so oily. So we actually hardly ever go out to restaurants mm-hmm. because, um, we follow Dr. McDougal. Just, he's like our, he's our, our prophet of health. We call prophet him. of health. And, that's another thing. That, and yeah. he says, the this fact is all pre Rona, by the way, yeah. for everyone that's cooking tonight, still, going, yeah. going, uh, yeah, we've been on a, 45 day right. uh, vegetarian. But he says the fat you eat is the fat you wear. The fat so you we, eat is the fat you wear. Oh, that one what, stuck in our head. And so we were like, did. and you think about that. And I'm like, man, you put something like we've had friends and relatives that take the piece of the fat off of the steak and they're like, let's say some fats are good for you. And I'm like, no that's, one needs that's that. like a globule that's going to go in your body and it's just going to clog you. And there was a scene on one of the movies that actually stuck out with me where they had a patient. And they had an artery and they took like actual tweezers or whatever, whatever tool they use. to pull the tube of fat out of the vein oh. and it was clogged. And I have a friend actually that is our same age that is a huge barbecue guy and he had to have a triple bypass at like 35. At 35. So that's why we started getting nervous. I'm like, we're not getting any younger, 
but we need to just start eating better and just little so, steps and little so steps. So even like we don't cook with any oil. There's no olive oil, no coconut oil. But that no, took us a few years to finally get right. to where like. So what's a good alternative? There was Watered. another. Water or vegetable. Broth. There was another, uh, there was another and lady bacon, named. Um, bacon. In baking, there's other oh. things now. Like, yeah, I like to use that oil too. There was another cook lady the named Chef. First, cook everything in it. There yeah. was another lady named Chef AJ, and she does a lot of stuff, and she's even more extreme than we are on how we eat. But we got to a plateau where we both had lost weight, but we couldn't go any further. And she has a book that said, um, "What's the title of it?" Because it was funny. Her title? Oh, book. her no, that wasn't her book. That oh, was her pot or her thing. From fat vegan to skinny bitch. Yeah, from fat vegan to skinny bitch. Because so, you can be a fat vegan. Yeah, you can. I mean, it, it's so it's, we actually watched. I Oreos watched are vegan. Oreos don't have any dairy in them. It's right. probably plastic and rocket fuel and cookie dough. But I don't know. But it's not an animal product. But it's delicious. I yeah, love Oreos. You eat one and you have to eat the whole row, and then you, you have to eat all four rows. A half package Oreos. I'm more like a two Oreo type of guy, what? actually. Yeah, what? two that's per mouthful. Yeah, two logs. Yeah, like there's no such thing. <laughs> no, as we, Oreos. we we're come. very stringy. We're very stingy of or so when I say we, meaning my daughter and I, hmm. are very stingy with the Oreos. Like we hide the Oreos from each other. Yeah, I hide them in my belly. No, we hide them in the house. <laughs> we don't. We can't keep. We can't buy them because then we'll eat them. And yeah. those yeah, pink and white them. animal cookies, no matter how oh, many you have, they're gone. Those aren't vegan, though. Yeah, yeah I'm just those saying. Those are like crackers. Yeah, yeah, all of that stuff triggers you, and once you eat one, you lose your so, mind. And you start going crazy. So back to Chef AJ because she was she helped us another go, step, another level. Vegan. So um, it was 11 weeks before my 40th birthday, and my weight had I'd lost some weight, but I had crept back up to 195. And I was bummed out about it. And I'm like, I'm turning 40 in 11 weeks. Let's really focus. Let's do the best we can. And I watched her um, video from Fat Vegan to Skinny Bitch. And I said, all we right, We thought we're it was a cool this. title, yeah. you know, you because know, yeah. vegan, you just think that it's going to be some veiny, muscular, Boom. or skinny, yeah. so that's, you know. So that's when we were like, all right, we're going to focus. We're going to do this. And so we said, I said, let's try to lose 20 pounds in 11 weeks by my birthday. 20 so, pounds in 11 weeks. We focused. We Cut out all processed for foods. For guys, actually, that's not a problem. Right, but for me, it was really hard. And so a week before my birthday, I had lost 20 pounds. I reached a weight loss goal for the first time in my life a week ahead of time. And I was just amazed. So I was down to 175 when I turned 40, and I was just ecstatic. And, and I was like, you know, I said, point. I really like eating this way. Like, I can't really see me adding cheese back in or adding in anything. Like, I, I enjoy all of this. So now I'm coming up on 43. And I'm down 60 pounds since I cut out cheese. And for women, wow. it's a big so deal that's because a big deal. men yeah. can lose weight twice as fast because also they're like, oh, well, you have to be able to maintain and keep the weight so that way when you have a baby. Have a and baby we're like, and, and we're like, we don't have any kids. This is so unfair that I've lost 150 and she's <laughs> down 60 or whatever. And then, and then when we cut out all the garden burgers and the and the Boca burgers and all that because they have fat in them, There's they have grease in them. We cut those out and started eating more raw food. And your so taste buds start to change and you start to actually be like, man, this cauliflower is good. Oh, man, these Brussels sprouts are awesome, you know, and we seize them. You could have a baked potato every single day and not gain weight. And it, and people you can are, have 12 baked potatoes every day. People get bored of it, but we're like, it's all the seasoning and all the condiments that make your food exciting. If you picture eating a handful of raw ground beef, it's going to be nasty. Dude, it is. But you put yeah. on Worcester sauce and you put on salt or you put on onion pepper, powder, or you put on onion garlic. powder, garlic, all that seasoning. So what we do is we take all those seasonings that you enjoy on your 
greasy, unhealthy food, and we put it on baked potatoes. You want a baked potato with mustard and sauerkraut, so it's kind of like a German potato. You're like, all right, this is good. Salsa and black beans. You want salsa and black beans, so it's like a Mexican potato. This is great, you know. Barbecue sauce. Barbecue sauce, A1 steak sauce, sometimes just salt like our Wendy's friend over here, you know. (laughs) But we don't put sour cream. We don't put bacon bits. We don't put, you know. And you Even can though put, bacon bits, the artificial ones are made from soy. Yeah. In case and you learn more and helpful. more as you go and you dive in in the health food. And um, we eat a lot of fruit. We eat, I mean. Bacon. So like. Well, so that's what I was referring to. Going to like, so I yeah. served my mission in Costa Rica. And literally like in Central America, like people, like literally you'll have a backyard like this big. It'll have fruit trees. Like the fruits you shop from like little garages, right? They call, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people make tiendas in, 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 in Spanish, but uh, they're actually called something else in Costa Rica. But you literally just go pick fresh fruit. You buy fresh fruit, like a banana. Like banana trees are literally right there. Plantains are right there. Um, there was these apples that, you know, look different. They were fabulous. Like they're so refreshing. I didn't know that day. apples in the grocery store are a year old. We went to an apple Not farm. Always, but yeah. Often. We went to an apple farm in Iowa and he explained to us how, I forget what he put nitrogen, liquid nitrogen or something on them something. to make them last for an entire year or an entire <laughs> season. Because if you think about it, apples are a seasonal fruit yeah. and you're like, well, that's why when you go and pick one off of a tree, they're so much better and so much juicier. When we were over in Germany, two years ago, we saw some apple trees on the side of the road. We pulled the motor home and we were eating apples off the tree. We were like, these are so good. So good. But it's because they haven't been preserved and, and uh, it's not as fresh. stay fresh looking yeah. on the counter. Or we also, there's another thing where it said the more colors in your apple, the no. more shades, like the the healthier they are or whatever. Oh, like the mixed colors of them? Because yeah. they've also genetically modified all of them to where they want them to look shiny in one color. That way it's not like... Yeah. You know. Have you listened to the podcast on how those came about? Like originally there's only red delicious because that's all they sold. And then there was a guy who set out to create the most delicious apple Yeah, and came up with these different varieties. Mm. And I forget what the number one, like they found like this is this honey, is, crisp. honey, honey, crisp. yeah, the honey, those is are the it? Best. yeah, those yeah. are so I just good. And, and there's a guy who invented that. Like oh. he literally spent like half of his life. It was worth it. Trying to get <laughs> really good. getting to the honey crisp. Thank you very much. So, so when you, you went vegan or plant based, because whole food plant based is what we do. Did you lose any weight or not really? I did lose a little bit of weight. Yeah, uh, I was also mixing in exercise and stuff like that. It would be hard because we've had some friends where their wife and their kids have other meals going, and then you smell that hamburger helper or you smell no. that spaghetti, <laughs> and you're like, oh, just a little bit or whatever, you know, and different. And having a like like we have each other as a support, and that makes a huge difference because it'd be really hard yeah. to eat healthy. When you go grocery shopping hungry, it's so bad. And you walk down the sugar aisle or the the brownie aisle, you see all those things at Walmart, and Jill's like, "Oh man, those look good." And I flip them off. I'm like, "No way, I hate those things." She's like, "You do not." I'm like, "I know, I love them, but I flip them right. off." And yeah. we walk by. So that was part one of the interview with Chad and Jalinda Smith on their weight loss. So thank you so much for listening. Part two will be out in a couple days. So please stay tuned to Staying in Trouble. And like always, thank you so much for listening to the show. Thank you for checking us out. Always, please hit that subscribe button on iTunes. Leave a comment. Go check out our Instagram or our Facebook. Send us a message. Let us know how we're doing. 
So we are so grateful that you tuned in and please check out part two.